Rolo Solo, what up, homie? Relax and relay. Go. What the city want, what the city get. Yeah, we do it for people without the benefits. It's all power to the people that we represent. Independent music from artists, you haven't heard it yet. Playing all years, bringing great vibes. Everyone, pull up a seat, let's have a great time. Eastern clock, Tuesday from 8 to 9. Wednesday, drop and pop from 7 to 9. Friday, we awesome, we bound to shine. It's on again at 7, about to bring it live Saturday, we in the job, come back from 5 to 6 Speaking through those speakers and we eating with some chopper sticks Yeah, you know the show about to take off We made it look bad as a rat And about to make off the slam been set And everything is slowing, time to place them back All right, all right, all right Guess what? It's the end of the week, it's Friday We made it Everybody didn't make it Everybody did not make it this is the Relax and Relay Show. I am your host, Rolo Solo, a.k.a. Rolling, if you know me. You dig what I'm saying? Say, we're here with a few beautiful ladies today. We're going to do a lot of talking. We're going to do a lot of talking and a lot of talking. We're going to do a lot of listening. I know somebody going to do a lot of talking. <laughs> right. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, for those who can see us. Y'all see us, and for those who can't, we're in here with Miss Tammy, CEO, owner, Big Thick Designs. Period. You know what I'm saying? Y'all make sure y'all go check it out, all the BBWs. Y'all like to shop, wear some new clothes, man. You know, if you're in the Pontiac area, you can find it on 2701 Elizabeth Lake Road. But uh, if you're not in the area, just go to the website. What's the website, Tammy? www.bigthickdesigns.com. BigThickDesigns.com. But we do have sizes small through 5X. What's the small? Me. You? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, so you, so you got clothes for everybody then? Yep. Okay, so it ain't just BBW. You got clothes shop, for everybody. Yep, I shop too before. But you right. might see some in the BBW size. And you'd be like, oh, this is cute. You got the and I'd be like, mm-mm. Right. Because this stuff in here, I know you damn sure can't fit in. I sure can. Uh-uh. What you trying to say? You got to wrap it around you like sometimes. No, that's totally <laughs> <laughs> Not seven times. Not seven times. Yeah, you're a thin man. Yeah, that's true. That's real true, I guess. I ain't even going to argue that. Oh, okay. There we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah. So, um, we got some topics for the day. We got some stories for the day. Um... We'll also be speaking with Miss Kenya B, Healing Matrix, uh, for those who like to deal with the astrology side of things and the energies and your chakras and your stones. And, you know, I had seen this one post on Facebook. Dude, that put, my girl had burned some sage last night and I woke up outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. They put anything on Facebook. <laughs> so, you know, so maybe you was the demon. Right? Maybe you was the demon. And then I heard see another one like, how y'all burning sage and y'all got the windows closed? Y'all just got the demons running in circles. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, man. Hey, it's the end of the week. Hey, it's Freaky Friday. It's Fun Friday. It's Fucked Up Friday. It's, 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 it's whatever Friday that you make it. But guess what? This is the Relax and Relate Show. So do what you got to do to relax so that you can relate to what's going to happen on the show today. Oh, 
Shout out to the co-host DJ Ant, Mr. Uh, don't forget to tip DJ himself. He out there working while he's working. Um, shout out Sports Talk DT. Y'all can catch him on Tuesdays. Y'all like to talk sports. Uh, we got Brickhouse Fantasy on Sundays for all the people who do fantasy. Um, let's see. Uh, next week, well, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. So, as I did say, we got Miss Tammy in here, and then our special guest for those who did see the flyer, we have Miss. I'm I'm, I'm gonna say it, but I'm gonna let you say it too, because I'm gonna make I'm, I'm just you know me. Miss Brianna Smart, and I am the CEO of Fit Cleaning Services LLC. Fit Cleaning Services LLC. Yep. So guess what? <laughs> for all y'all that just can't get over the hump and clean it up the right way, hey, she got you. Book me. She got you. So how are they gonna book you? Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm okay. on Instagram. Okay. I'm all over. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, but if I don't tell me, Fit Cleaning Services LLC. Okay, there we go. Yep. Okay. That's okay. my Instagram and my Facebook name, so y'all can find me and search me there. Cool. There we go. There we go. And of course, as we know, everybody always has a story to tell. Always, you know. Um, so before we get into Miss Smart's story here, lighten the mood a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. So I got three topics. Well, first and foremost, hold on. Let me, uh, Miss 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 Kenya B, how you doing? Good evening. I'm great. How about you? Oh, I'm well. I'm well. I'm well. Uh, how was your Friday? It was actually a great Friday. I kept it slow and low. Slow and low. And uh, yeah, yeah, nice and mellow Friday for me. I cannot okay. complain. Okay. So as 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 I said, we do have three topics. We're gonna discuss one before we get into uh, Miss Smart's business. We're gonna be all in her business, you know. Definitely. Um, it's business that I'm, you know, want people to be in. It's business you want people to be in. Yeah, I sure do. All right, well, guess what? People, we finna be in the business, and mm-hmm. I hope y'all ready. Miss um, <laughs> Miss Kenya, is it is it a certain topic you want to start with, or you want me to shoot it out there? We can go ahead. You can go ahead. We'll roll okay. with the uh, your topic. I think it was real interesting. Okay. Uh, which one? The traditional. The traditional or just? Um, both of them. Okay. Uh, Ms. Smart, uh, and guest on the side, Ms. Lynn. Uh, so, uh, which topic would y'all like to start with, trust or traditional? Trust. Trust. I, I like to speak on trust a lot. Trust? Yep. Okay, so. My story got something to do with trust, so let's speak on that. Okay, so 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 the topic for trust this go-round is, um, so let's say the person that you're dating, dealing with, or in a relationship with, you know, at what point do you really start to trust them with your business? You know what I'm saying? Like, with what you got on, your emotional side and all this other stuff. So, like, when do you really start to trust me? Because it's, it's not something that people really talk about. It just happens. And you hope that a person don't go tell your business. You hope that a person don't go talk behind your back. You know, you, you hope that. 
a person don't use it against you, you know. They don't bring it up in arguments because y'all having disagreements and stuff, you know. So so when when do you really know you can trust a person? I look at personally, um, if I known the person, I look at previous conversations, I pay attention to everything. If you pillow talking with me about somebody else or about certain situations, I won't trust you with my information because you're going to lay up and do the same thing with somebody else. Um, you have to, like, you have to really prove to me that I can trust you with my information. Like, now, I only tell people stuff that I want them to know. Like, a lot of people be like, oh, you tell all your business on Facebook. You say this, you say that. I'm a very much open book, but that's not all my business. I tell people what I want them to know. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, if I want to trust you with something that's sacred or dear to me, like you have to prove to me that I can trust you. Like you got to show me that I can trust you. But if I know you, like I say, it, I, I pay attention to a person's character. Like I, I got to see you in all your moods. When you mad, sad, angry, happy, I got to know that you ain't going to just come out and be like, yeah, you know my best friend? Yeah, this bitch, that's what she's having sex with five niggas now and da 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 like, oh, that's <laughs> hey, your best hey, friend and you telling them them like that? Hey, oh, they no. do it. They do it. I ain't even about to tell you I'm going to the store, baby. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, you have to show me that I can trust you with something. Okay. okay. You know, even with that being said, even with that being said, you know, I my thing with trust is, and this is what I've learned, when it comes to trust is, trust have nothing to do with anything outside of you. If you don't have trust in yourself, then you're not going to trust other people because you don't trust yourself to do the right thing for yourself. So when you trust yourself, it doesn't matter who you're around because you're going to trust yourself to remove yourself if you're not where you should be with the people you should be with. So trust starts with the person. It doesn't start outside of you. It starts inside of you. So if people have trust issues, it's because they know they're not going to look out for themselves, and they're probably going to let this person use them some type of way or not speak up for themselves or do something that is not in their favor because they don't know how to speak up for themselves or they, or they, you know, their, their energy isn't stronger than the other person's will, their will rather. So a trust has a lot to do with the person, not the, not the people that they dealing with, because I don't care how long you can study somebody, they can get up tomorrow and do something totally different. 180. There is no guarantees on anybody doing a set thing. They can change their mind just like anybody can at any time. What you got to have is trust that if they do flip the script, you you know that you're going to do the right thing for yourself. What most people don't do is leave. They start trying to change stuff and, and, and manipulate the situation and all this other kind of stuff. And that's why you don't have trust in yourself because you your, your, your higher self knew you should have removed yourself from that situation. You're supposed to be your own best friend. So trust, trust has nothing to do with anybody outside of you. When you trust yourself, you can put yourself in any situation and know that if this shit go wrong, I'm going to be all right because I know I'm going to get myself up out of there. 
or I'm going to make a good decision for myself first. So with trust, you know, people like to project it onto the other person, but you'll, you'll find people that don't know how to trust other people usually don't even advocate for themselves. They usually let people run them over and run amok and do whatever the fuck they want to do in their life. So when you trust yourself, then you can trust whatever situation because everybody got their own free will. There ain't nothing guaranteed. But what is guaranteed is that you will remove yourself if it ain't right for you. That's how you trust. Okay. Okay. I can dig that. What about you, Ms. Smart? How do you feel about it? I feel like um, trust is a very touchy situation with me, um, especially living now. Very touchy. So when it comes to trusting people, I really put my trust in God first and foremost because that's who I'm going to turn to when I need to know. That's right. Follow your instincts. Follow your, that's right, your intuition. That's what he put us, he gave us all of that for a reason. So, so yeah, absolutely. Um, so we are all put in a situation where, we all put in a situation right now where it's hard to trust a person standing in front of the line of you. You don't know if that person is being honest and being trustworthy to themselves that they got COVID. So it's very, very, very touchy. And I just say right now, I just, I'm just praying and putting my trust in That's why you in have God. to trust your instincts. That's why you have to trust your instincts and your intuition. And, and God will give you a funny feeling and let you know something ain't right. And that's what everybody's supposed to do. You're not supposed to be looking to nobody else for direction right now. It's supposed to come from inside of your own self. Yep. So, yep, that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. And on that, that, I don't know if it's off topic or not, but you said something about COVID. But I've learned, even when I put myself through nursing, it's the same thing. You have to treat everybody. They say when you're dealing with blood, treat everybody like they got HIV. Mm -hmm. With COVID, you got to treat everybody like they got it. Like, we're taking a risk right now being around each other. other. Like, I'm sitting next to her. We right here with him. We all talking. This is trust right here. I yeah. trust and believe. I hope. Like, I didn't talk to him on the phone. Yeah, yeah my day. arm hurts. I got and a booster shot the other day. I ain't heard him cough today, so I hope that he ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to trust. When we send our kids to school and they putting the little thermometer on their forehead and they ain't even paying damn attention to see what the number is, they just boop, mm-hmm. boop, boop. I literally watch them, and I'm like, damn. But I'm trusting y'all with my kids yeah. that y'all making the right decision. But you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah. I honestly I trust myself. Right. Trust and you know what? But it, even, with that, <laughs> even with that even with that because even with that you know, but even with that being said, with all of that information that we're getting with COVID, it's so much information out here right now that you still have to use your instincts and your intuition to decipher the information they putting out. Right. So when you send your baby off to school, you doing it because you feel like it's okay to do it. Not because of what information. God, God, God gave me And you feel all right. And you feel all right about it. Right. That's what I'm saying. Everybody in a feeling is your intuition. You know, that's your intuition. So when you using your intuition is what God wants us to do right now. Because we cannot believe what we see and hear anymore. Mm-hmm. 
That's the so only I, way he I, can I get that pure communication to you is for you to be quiet and listen and use your intuition on stuff. And that's with everything, and, including the code. Um, so do you believe that trust is a feeling? Absolutely. Okay. And it'll be different for everybody at a different time. It ain't no set time or nothing like that. It is a feeling. And it's not nothing the other person is going to do to make you feel that way. It's all about you. When you trust that you're going to be doing the right thing for yourself, you will take a chance on stuff that you wouldn't normally take a chance on because you know that you got your own back. So trust is just a, 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 a inside job all the way. You always got to be knowing that if you got your own back, you can you can trust yourself in any situation because what we don't know is if that person is going to be right or if they're going to, you know what I mean? You just don't know. I don't care how good they be good for 30 days, but on that 31st day, they can flip the script, you know? So you have to... In order for you to live and not put yourself in a shell, in a bubble, you're going to have to trust that, okay, I'm going to do this, and when it don't feel right, I'm going to remove myself. Mm-hmm. And that's how trust starts with anything in any situation, relationships, or any type of situation. When it don't feel right, you're supposed to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Right about yep. Totally agree, totally agree. Uh, Ms. Lynn, you got anything you want to say? You do not? Okay. Okay, okay. From the man's point of view? Oh, okay. Men, I'm going to need y'all to call in and bag me up with this one. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not saying I'm not going to speak. Because a lot of times I do throw a lot of the questions out, and the people always want to hear my answer and how I feel about things, and I always deflect and and keep it pushing. But I mean, at the same time, trust is I mean it's 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 just one of those things that you 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 have to go through with a person. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of how big or how small the situation may be, you know, because at the same time you got person so 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 like me, take me for example. I'm going to figure out if I can trust you real quick, you know, because I'm just going to start throwing shit out at you, and we're going to see how it go, you know. So basically you like, yeah. game, you like to play a game with trust. Not playing a game with trust. It's me figuring out who I can trust. You see what I'm saying? Because let's take the show, for example. It's just a show. Ain't nothing hidden about it. No nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it is what it is. I tell you something about my show and this and that, but I know I ain't really told nobody else. Not like it's so much of a secret or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And you just get to figuring out, oh, well, either they didn't repeat what you said or they didn't have something to say about what you said mm-hmm. and you start to hear it because, of course, they ain't going to come back full circle. You know what I'm saying? So it's just little things that you can actually do to figure out how much you can really trust a person. Because because this is the thing. The thing about trust is you have to trust 
a person to be who they are. Mm -hmm. For you to think that they're going to be something different, you letting yourself down. Yeah. So if I know he's a liar, I know he's a liar. That don't mean I ain't got to deal with you. I just know you're a liar. I ain't going to deal with you in certain situations. You're a liar. It is what it is. Okay. Well, hey, little mama over here, I know she is. All you do is like to beg, then shit. That's just what you do. You're you're, you're a beggar. You know, I'm, I'm, that's just what it is. You know, if I know if pop up my inbox, you you gonna ask me how I'm. You might not even ask me how I'm doing. You gonna ask me what I got for you. You know, that and know you just got those certain people like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, can you at least ask me how I'm doing first before you ask me for something? Like, damn, can you, can you speak? You know. So, um, as long as you can trust the person to be who they are, you really gonna be all right. Really. On the mm. cool, but that's the thing. You got to figure out who that person is. Mm. You know, so um, it, it, it's more along the lines of of making sure that nobody's pulling the wool over your eyes. You know what I'm saying? Making sure nobody's putting a facade in front of you to make you think that it's something totally different. Right. Well, like she was saying, trusting your instinct. That, that's it. That's it. It, it. As long as you can trust the person to be who they are. Yeah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, anybody got something to say? I'm on welcome, call in 515-605-9898. How many people on there live over there? 16. 16? I'm going to put on mine, and we're going to see how I'm going to run this over real quick. You know, I don't even normally go live. I already know if I press this button. Motherfuckers going to jump all over. Well, that's a good thing. Go long. I don't like, I don't, you know. <laughs> what you waiting on? What you waiting on? What am I waiting on? So, again, like I tell, like I tell people all the time. Oh, you probably want to see your comments? Oh, yeah, I guess so. But then everybody ain't going to just want to look at me either. You right about that? So, then, you know what? You could have just shared it. You could have just shared it on your page. Your people would have popped on there. You should have shared my live on your page. And your okay. people would have popped well, on there. That's, that's cool, too. So, let me see. <laughs> this right here. Some of people don't want to look at you. <laughs> right. You know. Say that could be the case. <laughs> but uh, that's because, see, this, my, my, my whole thing is I'm I'm more the behind the scenes person. I I'm not really the person who want to be on the mic well, in I front trust, of the camera. I trust that if you go live right now, mm-hmm. you bring millions of people, thousands of people onto that live. Oh, well, that's, that's going to be hard to do. <laughs> Able to 5,000 uh, friendly. <laughs> hey, but hey, hey we, we can get it, though. You know what I'm right. Go ahead. Go ahead and speak yeah. it. You ain't nothing wrong with speaking it out there. You yeah, never know. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I just think Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, whatever, he's a hater. Because why would you yeah, limit yeah, people? Why would you limit people to who could be on their Facebook? So, okay. Um, but yeah, so. Fellas, anybody got something to say? Y'all make sure y'all call in five one five six zero five nine eight nine eight. Um, again, we 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 out here doing it, man. This is the Relax and Relate Show. For all people who just tuned in on my on, on my on my live here, uh, I appreciate y'all. I see the numbers already going up. Hey, we out here, and for all the artists out there, man, y'all make sure y'all continue to submit y'all music. Hey, we got something special. Uh, we gonna have a uh, a new segment of the top ten uh, music every week come through the show and for y'all who don't know we will start putting it on the Roku channel so y'all make sure y'all get ready hey and from from because it's it's my doing and I get pretty much do what I want to do I'm gonna say 
probably top three artists. We're gonna see about putting y'all in the IFM magazine every time we we do it. You know what I'm saying? See if we can get y'all some centerfolds. Hey, spring and summertime coming, ladies. Y'all make sure y'all get your bodies right. I need some swimsuit additions. We gonna have a whole range coming out. Uh, let me see what else. Um, oh no, it's, it's it's a lot. Um, shout out to uh, what is his name? The guy over the P League for the children. Shout him out. You know, be out there hooping, playing basketball on Saturday. So I know they're gonna go up. You know, um, so yeah, if y'all got some kids out there, y'all want to go play some basketball? Hey, get them out there. Uh, so this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna play a quick song, and we're gonna come back. We're gonna get Miss Mars business. I sure she, hope you ready. She ready. She, she ready. ready for. You ready for? Ready. Y'all ain't yeah. tuned through this yeah. song. She got a story to we'll tell. Be right back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Barry for the P League. See, somebody's on there. They they paying attention. They hey, shout out to Barry, man. Funny, y'all make sure y'all get y'all kids out there uh, on Saturdays. Uh, they be going up. I wish I could be out there playing some music for y'all, but uh, Comerica Bank always got me in it, like, man. So you know, I gotta go make sure people money right. I gotta make sure my money right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let me see. Miss Marsh, your first time here on the show. So um, I'm gonna let you be the person who chooses what type of song we. we I would like to. to listen to Meek Mills. No. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. You, you, you need to let me finish. Yeah, you need to let me finish. You need to let me finish. So now the show, right? We actually play independent artist music. So music that's not on the radio. Like music that's not on the radio. Right. Artists that are not on the radio. Artists that's not on the radio, that's fine. I will give you, so you want me to talk about like a local rapper that I like that's in my playlist? Um, I I, I, I was just going (laughs) to tell you, give me um, a region, you know, maybe somebody from the East Coast, somebody from the West Coast, down South Uh, South Carolina, Kansas or something, you know. I just want to see if if my hashtag going global is actually working like it's supposed to because I'm supposed to be touching all parts. Oh, well, I mean, if you want somebody out of my playlist, I will have to say my friend, my kid's cousin, Brittany Lachey. She's a local rapper here in Pontiac in Detroit. If you want me to go above and beyond, I would just tell you to play a gospel song so I can get in my mood to tell my story so I ain't going to break down so much. So do you know oh, well, I think the gospel song going to break you down. I might, need, I might need to crank you up. <laughs> Because <laughs> I know part of the story People don't You see what I'm saying So you know what Matter of fact I'm just playing one of my One of my tracks that I always like to play okay, Shout, like out, shout out to, to the home I don't know why I, I, I just represent where I'm well, from Because like guess what I'm from the South So that's what I'm about to play I'm about to play some Jay Trouble <laughs> From the South you know what Oh I'm yeah saying? I like him Yeah hey shout out to Jay Trouble How you in the game You know what I'm saying Hey, but, <laughs> hey. They, you they, better they, represent. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> hey, they digging your music, Trouble. Trouble. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all better get it together. So, here we go. The South, man. We'll be right back on the Relax and Relate Show. Man, I done did a little bit of traveling, man. You know, I done missed something everywhere, man. But I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the bottom of the mouth. Hey, let me tell you about the go-tooth grinning, yeah. big wheels rimming, yeah. hustling ass niggas in the trap still winning, uh-huh. slick talk form, keep a bad hoe grinning, boys big corner bending, if it's flex, we spin ya, uh-huh. ain't shit rented, no parking lot dimpin', yep. 
car glass high, but the cup still tinted. How they hope? How you motherfuckers doing? Nice to meet you. I'm Jake. First things first, get it understood that I don't play. I'm from Dick. Five clappers in my ride. Rounds of applause if you disrespect my side. Fifth wide wheel on the back of the lack. Daddy with the wrenches and helmets on the shoes. Ain't no slack at it. I catch me sliding low key in the bucket that got me here. The fitting kicks clean, ain't got a stare. Go and cop a pair. Slide bumping 16 switches on my ride. Lee 16 rounds and a pistol on my side. Bitch, I'm from the south. Big wheels rimming, hustling ass niggas in the trap, still winning, bumping 16 switches on my ride, 16 rounds in the pistol on my side. Relax, take a listen, ho, while I start explaining the out-of-towners how I go, I need parts. OG popping brews, grilling, gaming youngsters on how to move, how to stay out the way and maneuver the streets, what not to do. Arguments escalating, usually lead to mocking sticks and niggas grinding quarantine like Corona ain't stopping shit. It's dangerous, we don't stop or quit. And back up all of that Billy Badass shit we be poppin', so let us talk our shit. Like plenty houses here, but they mostly under a nigga hood. This country ain't no concrete jungle. He wishin' nigga was regular nigga. Doin' shit rich niggas was wishin' they could. Through the hood, Jules Glenn, paint shining, grippin' the wood. Go to grinning, big wheels rimmin', hustlin' ass niggas in the trap. Still winning, bumpin' 16 switches on my ride. Y'all, it's Tammy with Big Thick Designs, and you're tuning in to the Relax and Relay Show on IFM Radio. Hey, and guess what, guys? We are now back on the Relax and Relay Show, man. I am your host, Rolo Solo, a.k.a. Rolling, if you know me, you dig? Um, it's Friday. It's the end of the week. We've been, I don't know what's going on later on tonight. Fridays, a movie is normally made. <laughs> a movie is normally made on Friday night. So, this is the part where 
we go ahead and start to dig off into Miss Smart's business. We're not talking about the cleaning business either. <laughs> I was going to add that up in there anyway. You're going to add that up in there anyway? Okay, 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 okay. Cool, cool, cool. Well, do you want me to start out questioning you, or do you want to let the people know exactly what's going on and um, why you're here today? Um, Let's do some questions. Let's do some questions. Let's do some questions. Get them rolling. Okay. So why are you here today?
is, and it wasn't that 12. Yeah, yeah 12, you can't sit back there sometimes. <laughs> correct, correct. So that was the only citation I got from him. Um, so wait, so he gave you the citation and continued to correct? Me after that, yep, that was that was one of the citations. Another citation was um, over there on Updike. It's like this street where you, okay, you come out the hotel, you don't go straight to the uh, light. But like I said, I'm from Indiana. When I came out the hotel, I went straight to that light on Updike. Updike and Featherstone. Featherstone, and um, I got pulled over for that. I had an Indiana ID still, you know, Indiana. I'm telling them like, oh, I'm sorry, I ain't know. He was real rude. He pulled me out the car, me and my friend, actually, and he was just real harassing us. Like, he was telling us that um, he needed to check the car for drugs and alcohol. It was crazy. I was like, same police officer? Same police officer. I'm, I was like, this is crazy. Um, you know, back then, we was doing our own little thing. We had money. We was getting money right. as women. We was doing our thing. And um, he saw that, and... It made him intimidate. I don't know what it made him feel like, but my thing is intimidation. You know, right. so and I ain't gonna lie. At that time, I was intoxicated, and I ain't want no problems with this officer because mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I'm from the Indiana. My it's way more different down there. They real racist there. So I was just, you know, I did my thing. I got out the car, but then when the officer was just like going back and forth between his cars and our cars, I'm like thinking in my head, like, wow. I ain't never seen no shit like this. My friend, she like, no, just be calm. Don't say nothing. But I'm like, I'm geared. I'm trying to figure out why the hell is this happening to us? I'm telling her, like, this shouldn't be happening. Number one, like, this shouldn't be happening. She's just like, no, just do whatever they say. And that night, it was a crazy night. He let us go. But he took every dollar up off of us. And I ain't going to exploit my friend's name unless she want to be exploited, which I, ain't, I don't see her on here, so I ain't going to exploit her name, but she know what I'm talking about. We woke up the next day and had, like, $20, and then we had the stuff. So he let you drive intoxicated, but he took your money. He robbed you. Yep. Okay. So, but he didn't say nothing about you being intoxicated. Well, no, but, but, he <laughs> let her, but he let her go. So even if he right. said something, right. he, he said nothing, but I would. I was fried. I was fried. And um, <laughs> he took that money up off of us. And then, anyways, that go, that brings me to the case I caught um, two weeks later from that. And, by the way, I didn't get no ticket or nothing. Then. Two weeks from that uh, situation, I was driving back down the same street. Um, what's that street? I'm thinking, is that Update 2? There's a uh, speedway on? Um, up University. Up University. Mm-hmm. I was taking University to Pontiac Lake. I worked at a, a USDM or something. They do mailing services, and it was on Pontiac Lake then. So I knew that this same officer car because back then in 2015, everybody had the same car. Every officer had the same car. It was that, it was that uh, Impala-looking car. Right. He was the only one that was fresh with that new um, Charger. What is it? Yeah, it's a Charger 300, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, the new design now. And um, I saw him. I was driving past the speedway. And um soon as he saw my car, and my car was very identified. It was silver. It had, you know, 20s on there. And it was very identical. And then I also had loud music, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but this was my everyday route. Anyways, I saw him pull out. I passed the light. I saw him pull out behind me. And I just knew then. I'm like, he about to pull me over again. This is the same officer. So at that time, I just started making phone calls. Couldn't get a hold to nobody Um, at that point. Anyways, he ended up flicking me at the light. As soon as I turned on to Pontiac uh, Lake Road, he flicked me. I pulled right into that 
gas station. And um, by the way, I do not drive past that gas station no more. But I pulled into that gas station. He pulled in behind me with his lights on. He came to the car. He identified me as who he knew I was, Brianna Smart, because like I said, he pulled me over previously. And by the way, anybody watching this, y'all can watch the video. Um, it's on YouTube. Just Google my name, Brianna Smart. And it's still on YouTube. It's still on Crime in the D. You can search anywhere. Um, so it was a high-profile case, by the way. They made it very high-profile. And um, that night I feared for my life, honestly. The way he approached the car with the Brianna Smart, the way he told me that my license was suspended after one citation that I got from you. No more, than, no, no more than three weeks ago. So at this point, I just knew that it was total crap. But I knew that I had to step out that car at the end of the day because it was too much foul play going on right in 2015 mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the guy getting shot, Mike Brown getting shot in the middle of the street. You know, it was just a lot of foul play that year. So I did what I was told to do. But as I grabbed my phone to make a phone call, which I was making a phone call to a guy that I was in a relationship with for six years, this officer, he began to turn red. That's what they don't show in the video. You know, he started to get, you know, aggressive. His voice was changed and objected me to get off the phone. But one thing I know about is the law is that I can make a phone call. If you tell me that right now you pulling me over for driving on a suspended license, I can call somebody to come pick up my car. Right. And that's what I was doing. He got aggressive. His voice was changed. His face was red. And he was about 6'4", I'd say about 280 pounds. And um, I was, like, telling him, like, I'm not getting off the phone. I'm calling somebody for help. I said, I'm allowed to do that. He's going to jail tonight and all this crazy stuff. And after that, it was just like it was a tassel. He was trying to grab for my phone. And I was snatching back from him, and I'm telling the person on the phone, like, yeah, this man, he, you know, he's getting too aggressive now. Right. You know, just like that. And um, and then it, it escalated from there. I don't know. I just moved out of fear. I moved in stupidity, I could say today, stupidity, ignorance. And I really apologize. Um, but I went back in my car. He tried to snatch me out the car by my arm. I grabbed onto the steering wheel. In an instant, I hit the gas pedal. My door being open, he was standing in between the door. Like I said, he was trying to grab me out the car. So in an instant, I hit the re- threw the car in reverse, hit the reverse thing. He fell down. Um, this officer did not, like, suffer any injuries. I mean, there was no injuries in the discovery packet except for a scarred knee. That was it. No head injuries, no nothing. And I fled off. Um, that was October 23rd, 2015, and I was charged uh, with fleeing and eluding, um, assault on the officer, and using a dangerous weapon, which was my car, to um, commit bodily harm towards a government official. Um, I went to jail, could not bind out. Um, back then, I was, on, I was in hood living. You know, I was poor. I had two kids. I had two kids. I was young, partying. I was having fun, and I was in a dark place in my life. So that's why this situation happened, you know. So um, with that being said, I was did a year in the Oakland County Jail, um, 18 months on felony probation, which I have finished, been finished, and um, three felonies, three felonies. I mean, worst day of my life. Um, 
366 days, I went to jail on a leap year. 366 days, I was harassed from jail, picked on. I had to sit in solitary confinement for a year, you know, a 23-hour lockdown. If nobody don't know what solitary confinement is, that's when you are locked in a room for 23 hours a day and one hour out each day. Don't get smart. Don't say nothing smart. Don't do nothing smart. Don't do nothing slick. Don't do nothing sneaky. That hour was took. Right. And mentally, that messed me up. But when I stayed in that jail, I can honestly tell you I worked out every day. I read the Bible front to back twice. I became mentors to people who was coming in and out. You know what I'm saying? People who was breaking. I was very known in that jail, not just because of my case, because I just never stopped fighting even in that cell. So how did you end up in the solitary confinement? Did you do something else while you were on the inside? No, actually, I didn't do nothing, but I had a cocky attitude. I ain't going to lie. It was my first time in jail. I had a cocky attitude. Um, I was young. I wasn't trying to be told nothing. It took me sitting in that cell to realize that, you know, so um, I wasn't trying to be told nothing. Officers would see me there say some slick stuff. Oh, you the girl that hit the police officer, and I was snapping. You know, because don't disrespect me. There's other people up here and did worse than me. You right. know what I'm saying? So I understand I did something to your fellow officer, but I don't need to live with that even sitting inside of a jail cell for 23 hours. So that's why I was put back on. I was put on solitary confinement away from general population. Okay. Now. <clears throat> Does he still work for the department? Yes, he does. He still works for the Arbor Hill Police Department. I can't even tell you his name. It's like 13 letters long. But, yes, I have looked recently, and he does still work. Yep, he still works there. I will say Updike is the worst street to do anything on. Updike, uh, <laughs> Updike University, once you cross over Updike, mm-hmm. And going down Ireland, once you cross over Updike, the work. The, I, I worked out there for three years, and they will sit under that little overpass. They will sit. They will mess with you, no matter what. They wait at that gas station that's on the corner. Adams and Arb, like the worst. Don't let me call you back. <laughs> Ten and two. Mm-hmm. Music down. Cause I literally. So, yeah, I mean, I feel your pain, and I believe that you probably was targeted because them are the worst, and it's always the same officers on route. Yeah, same officers. And it was it was, it was shocking to see the same officer each time. I'm like, wow. You know, so, yeah. Now, now you, you did your time. You paid your debt to society because you're out here in the free world. That's correct. You got a business. That's correct. You didn't have a business when you went in, right? No, no. So you turned your life around. Completely. Completely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excellent. Congratulations. Because everybody can't do it. It's hard. People really quit and give up off of one felony, and you say you got three. Three. Still to this day, I got three. I'm, this year, I'm working towards expungement. And hoping they expunge all of them at the same time with the new clean slate that Michigan got going on. And whoever invented that, I love. Um, so I'm trying to, I'm working towards that right now. I'm going through uh, Michigan Works, uh, 1200. I got information on that, trying to get them clean. I'm trying to get a clean slate. Because with a clean slate, I know I'll be, I'm a bad motherfucker now. But I'm going to be real bad then. 
I plan on coming straight to the top. I mean, I want six figures, and I'm going to get it. Okay. So um, in, in the story, I mean, I did hear you say um, you, ha- you have kids. So we're happy to see you come home? Um, it was her when we came home. I ain't got nothing. I got to send under the club. So that's why I don't take nothing that I got right now for granted. I eat everything off my plate. I'm serious, you know. So I did hard time, even though it was a year, you know. Came home. I knew I wasn't coming home to nothing. I had that in my head. I knew it. Not even family, because like I said, I was from Indiana. My family was sending me money, gift cards, and stuff like that. But they were sending it from different states. I got a sister staying in Washington, Atlanta, Tennessee. You know, they were sending it from all over. But they fed me while I was in there. But I knew that. Where I had to be was Michigan on felony probation, and I knew that it was nothing else to it. So I knew I was coming home to nothing. I depended on um, a couple of people that I had went to church with. When I got down here, I got into a relationship. That's why I came to Michigan, by the way. I came to Michigan for a relationship. I met a guy on Instagram, and he was just so dark-skinned, so tall, so chocolate beautiful. <laughs> I came down here, we hit it off, and then boom, well, my first kid, his name is Braylon. He's seven. He'll be eight this year. And then life was good. You know what I'm saying? I was going to church still, you know. I ended up getting my first apartment in the Riverside. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this one I'm staying. This is the fast life. I love it here. This boy loved me. Boom, boom, another baby. And after that, I found out that my baby daddy, his name is Curtis Long, may his soul rest in peace. He got sick with leukemia. Mm. He was only 19 years old, and it was hard. I don't know if y'all, I don't know too much into health, but I know that what I found out is hard to find a match for a bone marrow with a black person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all took tests, and it was bad. He got real sick. During that time, my granny also, she got real sick, too. Now, my granny, she's my biological granny. When I was going through the system as a kid, I went through the system as a kid. That's why I'm fighting so hard. But I know now, because I won't allow my kids to, you know, go through nothing. Because I was a foster kid. And I was a foster kid. I was mentally, physically, sexually for many years. At the age of 13, I was running away. I was doing my own thing. I was trying to find it. And I met my biological granny. So then she got sick. She was dying. She was on her deathbed. She couldn't no longer do what, you know, a person that you watched be so strong for so many years. You couldn't watch her. You, you couldn't do it. She just couldn't do it. She got tired. She got exhausted. And she got sick. So I was alone again. Alone again. And I I, I know today, if I got that alone again, I know that I won't make the same mistakes I made then because I was a kid. I was foolish. Like I said, I was ignorant, very stupid, cocky attitude. And I couldn't be told nothing. So when these two people got, you know, got sick and I knew it was nothing left, I turned to drugs, uh, top pills, sibling, drunk alcohol, smoke weed, and I was doing my thing, moving and grooving. And that's just how I went. Like, that's how I caught that case. I was, I was moving and grooving, but I still had two kids and I was stupid. I overlooked them for so many years. I mean, I still bought them stuff. I still went outside, played with them, still through birthday parties, but I wasn't looking at the bigger picture and that was being a mother. So okay. understandable, understandable. I caught that case and I asked for help immediately. 
I immediately asked for help. Even during that time when I was free, I was asking people for help, you know. Like I said, I was turning to the church, asking them. And my son, um, my baby daddy mom, she was um, there by my side supporting me, and that's when I came home. That's who I went to go live with her. With her, And she had a best friend, and her and you know, they was always good to me in church. They was nice. They had daughters. They brought them over to play, you know. So I trusted in them, and I confided in them a lot. So that's where my children have eventually went. That's where they went. Once when I caught this case, I asked for help, and they, they showed me that they could help me. They didn't want my kids to go in the system at all like I was. So that's who I confided in, both of those ladies then. So give me one moment here. It seems like we got a – Somebody on the line, we're going to see what they got to say. Guess what we're going to see? You're live with the Relax and Relay Show. Who are we speaking with? Hello, you're live with the Relax and Relay Show. Who are we speaking with? You oh, can hear me. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh uh, we can now. <laughs> I didn't realize that you could hear me. I was just calling into the show to listen in. Uh, this is Tammy's. This is Tammy's mom. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I spoke with that. I spoke with that young lady um, on today. My heart goes out to her. She's paid her debt to society, and we're going to do everything in our power. Uh, we're going to stand on the word of God, and we're going to get her through this. She is not alone, and she has a voice. She's paid her debt to society. It's time to let her go. Give her her kids back. You know, don't try to keep her down. That's crazy. I totally she's got agree. People that's fighting. She's got people that's fighting beside of her now. She's not by herself. That's right. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's Peggy. beautiful. <laughs> you, are, you are so, so very welcome. We're going to take that first step, and uh, if that don't work, we'll go to Al Sharpton. Okay. I really, I always want to meet him too. So you know what? I believe in you. I trust that you will. We going to take go there. Oh, we going to yeah, we going to go there. I make moves. I know, I know your mother. She was talking to me earlier. That woman right there. I say I'm a strong black woman because I was raised one. That's true. She said she gonna make it happen. She said, I, I took, you lucky I took my blood pressure pill. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. Cool, cool, cool. But we do appreciate you tuning in. We're going to put you back behind the scenes so you continue to listen as this, as Miss Mars continues to tell her story and uh, continue to get in her business. But she can also go on. Ma, you can go on the live if you want to. Just click on my page. You don't have to be on the phone to listen. Right. Either one. Yeah, you can watch oh. the video or you can listen on the phone. Okay. Yeah, we got we got we got plenty of different uh, avenues to catch the show today. Okay, that's a beautiful thing. Mm. I appreciate what you're doing. Oh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is relaxing relationship. We do it for the people. Absolutely, all the way. Okay, so let's see. Thank what you we got. for having me on the show. Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm going to just put you back behind the scenes. We're going to talk to you again because we sh- I'm pretty sure you're going to have something else to say. Because <laughs> if your daughter is right, like you, yeah, I know you're going to talk. 
Oh yeah. 
Side of Pontiac, and I'm in the mix with Relax and Relation on IFM Radio. Hey, y'all already heard what he said. GGBBJ. What's going on? This is the Relax and Relay Show, man. I am your host, Rolo Solo, a.k.a. Rolling if you know me. Shout out to the co-host, DJ Ant. Uh, just got a text message from him. Oh, I didn't mean to do that, guys. I'll be right back on that. Uh, so, uh, let's see here. We've been speaking with Miss Smart about her here, and uh, it's interesting. Sounds like somebody need to go do something to this office that's been uh-huh. harassing people. <laughs> you know, it needs to be some type of petition or something. Not that type of. Not like that. Not like that. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, um, I mean, because this is the thing. As as we all know, sometimes you got these officers who wear their badge like they Superman. You know, like you say like they untouchable, like something just can't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, but then you got the ones that do care. That you know, but it's messed up for them because now you. It, it, it's no different than, than how they try to pay the black people and say they, that we all pretty much alike. You know, so once you get them few bad cops and now people looking at y'all like all y'all are like, you know. But then you do got some of the ones who will, um, you know, stop and, and, and help a person that is on the side of the road versus driving past them. Or, you know, but some of the things that they be doing is just really, really, really out of line. Um, I can't really... You know what, Rose? You know, I just want to say before you get into that police um, conversation, you know, I just really want to tell that young lady I identify with her totally because I had a situation with the police myself and as a black woman in this climate that we're living in right now. You do fear for your life You really don't know what's going to happen Regardless of what you was doing When you was doing it How you was doing it At the end of the day You don't feel safe You don't feel like they coming to your aid You do feel like you need to protect yourself So I identify with that totally Because I had a situation where I had to Had an encounter with the police And it wasn't pleasant, and I was I was scared, and I had kids in the car with me. And all I could do was try to keep my cool. And, you know, so the thing about that is, is I'm glad you told that story because at the end of the day, all of that stuff happens so you can slow down and so you can be there for your kids. She ain't even done so, yet. So. You ain't even heard the rest yet. Yeah, I mean, that was just like the, the first 
Oh yeah, I'm just saying I could, you know, as a as a black woman, we we had those obstacles put in front of us, so we can't stop and slow down and see what's most what's the most important things in our life, you know. That's yeah. correct. That's so correct. I could totally identify with you on that. I could totally identify with you on, um, <clears throat> you know, out here and, and got this energy for ready to go get it, especially to make legacies right now because we in the energy of making legacies, you know. So sound like you breaking generational curses over there. And uh, I just, you know, I just want to commend you because it's so many females that are going to listen to this and, and hear this story and understand that they're not alone and to don't stop, you know, just don't stop. And first of all, you had to forgive yourself to move forward because, you you know, what people do is they don't forgive themselves for making a mistake. We all make mistakes. When you forgive yourself for making a mistake, the sky is the limit. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So I I I like that. I just you know I just had to say my little piece in that. But you go ahead and finish you know finish your story. But um, I really appreciate that. I like hearing stuff like that. So I've been asking people like I need to hear positive stuff. I'm trying to say oh, positive. Oh yeah, absolutely. Don't don't surround yourself with that negativity. And I'm gonna tell you because. You trying to stay away from it, it's going to test you. It's going to try to call you back. It's going to try to call you back. And you you know what? You already know you you strong enough to 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 not even be bothered with it. That's not even the situation no more. I can tell just by the way you talk that that's not the problem no more. So, But for those who are there, you know, and still can feel that little call, hear that little call, you know, just keep moving forward because it get better. It get greater later, as they say. It get greater later. You just keep moving forward. Thank you. So. No, thank you. I appreciate that. Because <laughs> sometimes you think it was only you out here dealing with bullshit like that, but no. No, no, no. Not at all. And it come in all situations, and it's not just on a dike because I was out there in Dearborn. And so, hey, you could be anywhere. That's all the white people. Yeah, you know, uh, tele- <laughs> telegraph a bad motherfucker, too. That's all the white people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not hey, I was in Westland. You could, be, you could be anywhere. You could be anywhere. You know, really... Yeah, yes, white yes. Water, white Absolutely. Bloomfield. It's white Bloomfield Police Station on Telegraph. Yeah, white man. They right there waiting on you. Hey, come over here. Can't wait. I can't stand, Siri, what she take you down to Telegraph. But you know what? You know, you know what, though? I have to say. I have to say. You know why they be so fearful? It's because they know you know your own power. They wouldn't give a shit about you if you did not know your own power. Mhm. Okay. And I, I, learned that, I learned that way before I sat in that jail cell. I just right. Just you just didn't know ready. how to manage it. You just didn't know how to manage it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But they feel that, okay? So when you learn how to manage it, it's no stopping you. 
It's the it's the fear of you being aware of your own power because we give it away so easily every day mm-hmm. to bullshit. So when you become aware that you are powerful and you can create your own reality, things start happening to start or try to shut you down. And so, you know, do it. You know, you just have to keep moving forward, just like you did. And 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 know you know that you know that what you're doing is what you're supposed to do because you can feel it. And I'm gonna just go back to the feeling again because that's how God communicates with all of us. Mm-hmm. Just in case you can't see, just in case you can't hear, just in case you can't smell or touch or whatever, you can still feel what's right. And when you know that you're a powerful person. The things that are obstacles are not obstacles anymore to you. So, you know, you just look at stuff differently. And that scares people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and once you learn how to manage it, shit. Yep, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Like I said, sky's the limit. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Where are we going with this story next? Because, you know, we're headed towards the climax, I see. Yeah, and the, the, <laughs> climax, the climax is just the the beginning, too, to me. That's where I feel because, like I, she just said, I'm not giving up. I'm going to fight. That's what I know. Okay. Um, recently, I went to court, which was yesterday, 2022. Um, I have filed a motion to terminate guardianship for my two children, which are seven and six years old. Their name is Braylon and Brighton. And they very cute. They look just like me, by the way. Um, <laughs> they, got my, they got my last name, too. So I just wanted to put it out there. They got my last name. Um, yeah, I went to court for them yesterday, and this is not my first time filing the uh, motion to terminate. I filed the motion to terminate back in 2018, um, also to terminate, which that was thrown out. That motion was thrown out. Um I read the transcript, and in the transcript, it didn't say anything about why the judge decided to throw this case out. Sitting Judge Lisa Gorsica, I say her name on camera. I mean, I say it in her face. I say it anywhere that I need to say because this is a sitting judge. And I understand that she has the power of any person. She has the power of a lot of people, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But as a sitting judge, you also have to do your you have to you have to show some type of feeling, emotion, trust inside that courtroom as a sitting judge. And she has not done that. She has allowed sitting prosecuting attorney, defenses attorneys, lawyers, CPS workers, just slander and make me look bad in court as a judge. Um, that brings me to my next story. I go into court yesterday and. I'm feeling amped. I just got on my hands and knees and prayed. I'm ready to, you know, what I got to do as a mother and get my kids back home. When we got on the camera, it was just all craziness from the jump. I, I asked the judge for a, um adjournment. The reason why I asked the judge for adjournment was because they were supposed to perform a home visitation. CPS was supposed to perform a home visitation to make sure that my house is in living conditions for my children to come and, you know, whether it's visit or come back home. She set that in motion. Um, that was tell why the court. So you tell us how the kids got took. You forgot to say that part. Tell, tell how the kids got took. Exactly. So, <laughs> so 
clear that so up. my kids did not get took from me at all. And I would not allow that to happen. I, like I said, I was a took kid. I went through the system, so that would not happen. I gave them up for temporary guardianship to grandmother and great and grandmother friends. That's who I did. Two ladies I trusted I went to church with for many years that mm-hmm. I linked on and I talked to. So that's where they went to when I was incarcerated in Oakland County Jail for a year. In 2017, my oldest son, Braylon, sent to Indiana because my baby daddy died from me in 2017. By the way, I was still in jail in 2017. I come home until 2017. I served every single day in there. So when I got home, my kids were split apart. One's in Indiana and one is in Michigan, and that's still how it is to this day. So that's very heartbreaking. So kids are separated from each other. They barely don't know each other, you know. So um. So why did you get sent to Indiana? Because I had um, I got sisters, brothers. My, I'm from Elkhart, Indiana. Um, the lady that he's with, I know her. Okay. I know her. She was my track coach. She was my volleyball coach. She was she was a nice lady. She's white, by the way. Her skin color is white. She was. Always there for me growing up, knowing that me and my sisters and brothers went through the system. She knew we didn't eat. We could barely run back. We so she would give us food. You know, she was a very genuine woman at that time in my life as a kid, being starved as a kid. So that's why I linked on her. I called my sisters. I'm like, well, the grandmother, she said she can't keep my son. I don't want him to go in the system. Uh, can we can we figure something out? Can we figure something out? And that's what we figured out that she was going to, you know, but at that point in time, it was supposed to be just where he was supposed to be going back and forth to visit, back and forth to visit, you know, to give the grandma a break. She just lost her son. And that's not what happened <laughs> at all. I was not called to court. I wasn't, didn't get received a paper in jail about this happening. She signed over guardianship from her to this lady without my permission, without a signature, without nothing. The grandma did? Yes. She definitely did that. And so there's no paperwork in the system for it. But yeah, well, it's paperwork in the system from her end. Judge granted that that guardianship, by the way. But what I'm saying, I was unaware that the judge granted that guardianship because guess what? I, as the parent that sat there and birthed his son, I didn't sign no paperwork. I did not appear in court or nothing. When I first did the guardianship, yes, I appeared in court, and that's when he his grandma and the other, my other son, they was both in Michigan. Okay. Stayed like two miles away from each other. But I did not grant the judge the audacity to do this, but because the grandmother was the guardian then, and I guess I ain't have no say-so because I was in jail, that's what happened. So with that being said, I came home. He was, I had to, I have no car, nothing. I ain't have nothing. I lived with her. I was trying to travel to go see my son. She would bring him you know, we would meet halfway, all types of different stuff. So I was seeing my son. She would let the granny see him, so I was still seeing my son. I was seeing both sons. But like I said, I was in a position where I couldn't even take care of my kids. How can you take care of kids when you don't got a pot to piss in? I mean, how can you do anything? I went years without smoking, without drinking, because I knew I didn't have nothing. And I didn't want to jeopardize that. So I kept the guardianship going. I did that as a parent because, like I said, I didn't want my kids to go in the system. And I kept it going, and I kept it. As, you know, I would be able to travel. You know, I was going to get my money up. I had jobs and everything since the day I came home. So I was willing to, you know, travel, 
I was willing to do what I had to do as a parent, and it was working at first. I got into bad with my um son, Granny, and I got kicked out that house. So then I was back on my own, but I made it work. I got me a house, and everything got on my feet real quick. And in 2018, that's when I filed that motion for my kids to be coming home because I was on my feet. I had a car, a nice job, a house big enough for all my kids, you know. And then in 2000. I had got pregnant with my third son. So I do have two other kids that are at home. They with the babysitter right now. I wish I could have brought them so y'all could see how cute they is. But yeah, <laughs> I was uh, pregnant with my third son going through this situation, you know, trying to terminate guardianship. So that way when they come home, they can meet their brother. That didn't happen. Sin just leaked towards her because she threw out that motion. I read the transcripts and she had no reason. Not only did she throw out that motion, but she did suppress that in my business. We took. Wow. She took. So she threw the case out and then said you can't. And she said I would not be able to have visitation and that the visitation would be at guardian's discretion only. I was, I was shocked. I was, I was shocked. Okay. I was, I was, I didn't Okay, so like you said, um, I didn't believe your, your other son is with. Someone that you know, your trade. Both coach. of them are with people I know. Right. Yes. Okay, so we went to Indiana, so is she not willing to give son? Correct. Neither guardian is. Um, that's where we're at in life right now. So they don't want to give you your kids back. That Regardless is what the system is saying, they don't want to give you your kids back. It, the system is agreeing with them. <laughs> that's what that's what, the crazy system. That's the that's what I'm going through right now. The system is agreeing with what they're saying, and because is agreeing with what they're saying is what's making it so hard. You know, I never thought I would have to fight to get my kids back because it's people that's really out here that will kill a kid. It's people that's really out here abusing kids and don't care. I never did. I never had an open CPS case. When I was able, I took care of my kids. When I became able again, I'm ready to take care of my kids, and they need to give me that, honestly, because I know what type of parent I am. So when she did that, I was depressed. I went into a full depression mode, and, I mean, all I, that depression mode made me do was grind even harder. Grind harder. I had to go way harder than what I was going because at that point, I'm thinking, she's thinking I'm not doing not doing enough. So but she know you got your business. And she know well, you got back a house. in 2018, I didn't have a business. I was working here, and I had a house and a car. So she got that Took my visitation. You just in court. Guardians. That's when court was in session. You got your day in court then. She said, it was a touchy situation. It was emotional. She knew that me and the guardians didn't see eye to eye. And I'm one of the reasons why. When I came home, they was making it hard for me to see my kids. And I would get mad and I would snap. Because even if it was just for the weekend, that's all I asked for. They was making it hard. They was lying. Stop answering my phone calls. It was bad. I mean, where I got a stack of papers of me. I'm telling you, like stacks of paper of me calling, texting, trying to FaceTime. It was bad. You know, I never gave up. So that's why I put that motion in. And when she did that and she took that from me, I just kept going. I kept going hard. I had my second, I had my third son, and I kept going. And in 2019, I just knew I needed to go harder and harder and harder and harder. I came out, and I just was like, I need a different mindset because they trying to break me, honestly. 
They wouldn't let me see my kids. I was calling, texting, FaceTime. It was bad. I was crying. I would be calling people like, I'm going crazy. So in 2019, I came with a different mindset. Um, and that's when that boss mentality hit me because I was denied for multiple jobs because of the felonies. I was denied for jobs that I knew that I went and I couldn't have them, you know. So I had to get into the mentality where I just started reading a lot. I read uh, a lot on Joyce Myers. I don't know if y'all know her, but mm-hmm. she's a very lovely woman. I was having my friends. I had I started having support system then. I started speaking up then. I was on Facebook letting people know, like, I can't get a job. I can't do this. I don't know what to do. So I, I became what I wanted to become all my life, a boss. I always said I wanted to be a boss. My sisters and brothers hated that. But I used to say that when I was a kid. I always said that. They wanted to be police officers and shit, and I wanted to be a boss. That's all I said. I'm going to have my own business. And I got into that. Uh, ended up having my third son. Um, moved into a nice little condo. You know, so I knew I was. I was turned up then. I kept going, kept going, kept going, you know, not being able to see my kids and stuff like that. 2020, I took off. Well, the end of 2019, 2020, I built a very, very, very great, successful cleaning business, and I just took off. Um, People didn't know what I was feeling mentally, you know, what I was going through emotionally, spiritually, or nothing, but I just could kept taking off because I knew that's what I had to do to get my kids where back at home. I guess, you know, the nine to five wasn't working. Maybe she didn't appreciate that. That's why she did what she did. So that's what I figured then. Um So so what were the guardians saying about you? Everything. Um she's an angry person, she's a criminal, um Anything to make a person feel so low, that's what they were saying. She don't need her kids. We love her kids. And uh, she's on support. Yes, I'm on child support, just like these niggas. I'm on support. And at first, I wasn't paying it because I ain't had I – I got put up. I was moving around too much, so I wasn't paying it, you know. Then I got on deck with it. Then they started taking it out of Texas, so I know that it was time to get really on deck with it, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> payments. I did. But then I came with proof. I'm like, you know what? You lied. You said I found child support and here's the receipt right here. Right. $38. So y'all lying on me. You just kept going along with it year after year. We'd go get it renewed. In 2020, we got it renewed. In ju- that's when I, uh, in June 2020, I went to court. We got the, uh, she was like, what do you guys want to happen? I'm the judge. Send jurors Lisa Gorsuch. I mean, this lady was on the side this day. She said in June, she said, what do you guys want to happen? And um, I, I want my kids to come back home. She said, okay, well, then um, talk to the, you know, secretary, file the motion to terminate guardianship. When she gave me the okay, I said, okay. And I, that's what I did. I filed that motion. So that's when it was COVID. They Claim it now that the motion got lost in the system. I kept calling to the court buildings. I'm got call logs. I'm telling you, I'm calling. I'm recording the conversations. I'm getting different phones. I'm talking to different people. So many different people. I'm telling them like, I filed this motion, and y'all telling me y'all lost it. Y'all can't find it or nothing. I called the judge herself. She's like, I don't see no motion. It was crazy, and I have receipts. Every motion you, I have receipts on it. They give you receipts. So I'm like telling her, like, that's a lie. Right. So I filed another motion in 2000. 
I said, okay, well, y'all want to play games like this? I'm going to let COVID have it. All right, let's let's keep going. And I kept going. And by this time, I'm successful. Like, I'm like, I ain't talking about, like, big as in colossal, but I'm, I got a successful business. In one year, I built 20 annual contracts, um, three buildings, um, one commercial building, a, a, a complex with a thousand some houses I'd be cleaning up for. So I knew that where I wanted to go is where I was going to be. And I'm buying my house right now, I'm buying my truck. My credit ain't A1, but it's up there, though. So I can buy a house, you know? Right. So I'm working hard. I'm working real, real hard. When I walked into court this time, the last time we went to court, um, so it's January. We went to court back in December. And it was so crazy because I walked in court with my friends, my family. They came to court. We get in the courtroom, and on the same day of court, they tell me that court is canceled, but we're going to go on the Zoom TV screen. Why didn't y'all contact me? Why didn't the judge courts email me or contact me, call me by phone to tell me that court was going to be on Zoom? I brought all these people with me. We all had to sit in the courtroom. Some people couldn't even find the courtroom. They moved the courtroom. It was crazy. I had people lined up in the parking lot. My best friend, she would tell you, they they wouldn't even give them instructions on where we was at in the court building. It was crazy. So then, you know, she said in court, uh, Lisa Gorsica, she said that, okay, well, you know, all right, you filed this motion to go through with it. I need a CPS person to come out and advise your house to make sure it's in a safe house. So I'm like, oh, okay, she's being nice. You know, I'm thinking everything's going good. She said trial going to start on January 27th. Um, just come prepared. And I was like, that's fine. I was prepared two years ago. I was prepared three years ago when I filed the first motion, so I'm way more prepared now. So we get into court yesterday, and it just started off crazy. It was crazy the whole time. I go on to ask the judge for adjournment. She said, um, why are you asking for adjournment, mother? I said, because the people did not come out to the house and conduct the home visit like they said they would to make sure that the kids is safe, which I went out and bought lots of stuff. Bunk beds, everything, clips, all type of stuff to make sure that the cabinets is all, you know, stuff that the white people got at their house because I saw that, you know, they, they live safely like that. So I figured that's what they, but let me tell you, CPS didn't send me nothing. They didn't tell me nothing about doing nothing, how to make the house safe or nothing. I had to Google it on their website. I kept calling CPS every day. I called them last week and I kept on saying, I'm looking for the case of Braylon and Brighton, case number them the case numbers they telling me the judge haven't sent us anything over from that court date to the next court date was 34 days in between they kept telling me every week i was calling 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 i'm even calling the cps workers that i know that these people got open cases we're gonna get to that hold on we're gonna get to that i'm calling these because they acting like they don't know nothing they don't know nothing so anyways we get so she bring the cps worker on the phone and the cps a worker says in the Zoom call, she said, I drove the house on December 21st and there was no house there. There was no house there. It was no house there. Oh, she so said at 551 in less than 30 days. Because <laughs> she was back at the house on January 18th. But December 21st, she said that I drove past the house, it was no house there. 
Well, where the hell was it at, lady? Where was it at? Where's the house at? What you mean? I've been living in this house for over a year. I'm buying this house. What you talking about? No house there. So where did all of a sudden, by January 18th, you come back out to conduct another home visit? She said it was a house there. I bet you it was. It was there the time, ma'am. Soon as I soon as I get to talking, they mute my camera. Why you mute my camera? Why can't I uh, voice my opinion? Just like she talking about wasn't no house there. How did a house get built there, ma'am? The judge like, okay, okay. I'm thinking in my head, like, what you mean, okay? Right. You done muted my camera. You agreeing with this lady? I know you ain't agreeing with this lady on no on right now in this goddamn open court. You agreeing with this lady? Okay. I took myself off mute. I said, so all of a sudden there was a house there. She said, can I continue? I said, you sure? Come on, let's hear what you got to say. She said, on January 18th, around 10 o'clock, I pulled up to 551 Highland Avenue in Pontiac, Michigan. I saw a ring camera on the um, on, on the house. Yes, my ring camera is visible. It's about this big. Right. About this size. Right. Yeah, my ring camera is, is visible, but my other cameras are hidden. So you don't even know that you're being monitored off two different types of system systems. <laughs> she said, I saw the ring camera, and that's how I know it's there. Here go the judge. You have a ring? How much did that cost you? What does that matter? That's not even relevant. Right. I just want to answer the lady because she's the judge. So I said $3 a month for the subscription. How much did the ring cost you itself? I said, I don't know. I got it for a gift. And I actually got the ring for a gift from one of my friends. So she was like, oh, wow, without your paying child support, you you would think that you wouldn't have no cameras on the house. Wow. I, I said, okay, you know, you can have that. You can have that. I said, all right, you can have that. But let me know why I stopped paying child support. Because I'm not about to pay no child support for no kids I ain't seeing. I'm being denied rights to. I'm not about to keep paying no money to no kid I'm being denied rights to. I'm just like these niggas. How you going to? Take the take that from me. I see my kids. You ain't let me see my kids. You ain't getting my money. That's just flat out. And that's gonna be the end of that story. It wouldn't have to be child support if you had them. And thank you. Right. So, anyways, that's why I stopped paying payments. That's exactly why I stopped paying payments. So you know they got to make sure that be known. Uh, we go on. She goes on to say that I got out the car at Mrs. Uh Smart's house. I knocked on the door and I um left a letter in the door. I said, when? What day was this again? I pulled up my camera system in the courtroom. She said, January 18th at about 10 o'clock. I pull up the I pull up the video in the courtroom and show them. I said, okay, here, this what you talking about? You talking about when you pulled up and pulled off on oh, yeah. candy camera? I said, what type of vehicle you got? A brown SUV? Oh, yeah, you she, drove right, she drove right smooth past. She stopped basically five, ten seconds at the mailbox and pulled right off. Didn't even put nothing in the mailbox. Nothing. I said, so, ma'am, you telling me under oath that you did? She muted my camera again. <laughs> then here goes. Then we got a sitting defense attorney, sitting lawyers lying on me in court. They said, um... What does the lawyer have to say? Well, Miss Smart don't know her kids. She ain't been seen by her kids. I ain't saw her kids in six years. I just 
looked at I was looking at these people like they was going crazy. Cause I'm seeing my kids every year. Without the without the guardian's discretion, and I got videos on that too. Right. Because guess what? I'm gonna save everything. You are gonna know that. I was just with my kids on November 14th, 2021. The grandmother's been sneaking the kids over to see me without the guardian's permission, sneaking phone calls. My son spent holidays with me, Christmas this past Easter. They're lying. Oh well, then they don't need. Partnership with the kids. They don't know where they at. Thank they you. So then I show her that video. Here goes the lawyer. She must have got that off Facebook. She's very active on Facebook. Uh, aren't we all? Huh? Half the world, millions, billions of people. What do that got to do with my kids coming home, sir? Right. I say, yeah, I'm on Facebook. But you're telling me I get this video? These pictures of me and my kids that I took in my phone off Facebook. He goes on to say the false allegations for CPS that this that that she claimed on my clients was false. I don't have to claim no nothing false on nobody. I don't claim information. I ain't never did that. CPS in Michigan, CPS in Indiana contacted me by paper, by mail, and by phone. I got evidence. I showed the judge that. She didn't say nothing. She said, "What does the public defender think? What is your as what do you what is your outlook on this?" Her name was Deborah. She goes on to say, um, "Well, right now at this time, with Brianna being a criminal, she is a menace to society. She ran over a police officer with no care in this world." I said, "Man, what the fuck?" <laughs> I always said the same thing because you ain't run him over for one. And then, you know, I, I cussed in court, but God damn, it's like, ma'am, now you going overboard. Right, too far. This don't got nothing to do with me getting my kids back in this house. So then she goes on to say, can I speak? They mute my camera. She goes on to say that I talked to, um, and this is what brought me down the lowest, to my lowest ability. Uh, she said, I talked to the oldest son, Braylon. Um, I conducted a home visit on Saturday. I drove all the way to Indiana to do this home visit. And he stated to me as soon as I walked through the door that if he had to go back home and live with his mama, that he would run away. First of all, my kids, they not no, they not that open to even say that to no person. You know what I'm saying? My kids is shy. All four of them. They're not open like that to say nothing like that. So whether you just lied under oath or he did say that, he was coached to say that. But at the same time, you don't say that to nobody. You don't put that on record. Who You going to put this on record in open court? You going to say that to a, a grieving mother that want her kids back in open court? Oh, lady, you can kiss my ass. Then she goes on to say, so my recommendation is that they stay where they is. Judge, you have bent over backwards for Mrs. Smart, and I think it's just time to wrap this up. We're going to file a motion to get her parents' rights taken from her. Mm-mm. I mean, so, I, tried you have a lawyer. Humblest, I started to try to stay the humblest I could possibly stay. I haven't ate, slept in the last 24 hours. I haven't barely drunk a pop. And do you I have a lawyer? No, I do not have a lawyer, but I am working with a guy now that I got information from somebody today for that information. You need and someone to represent you. 
because you are doing exactly what they want you to do every time. Every time you outburst and everything, it just go ahead and, 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 and yeah. And so if you can't control yourself, you need to have a lawyer represent yourself and know what what needs to be said because you have all everything you need. You just don't have the right person presenting it. Yeah. And you need to take that so money cool. and get you some representation. What's so crazy is that I have two uh two lawyers that won't even represent me. I mean top nice lawyers. I looked at their cases, they've been working for over twenty one years, won't even represent me. They scared of this judge. I got it in writing. Well you can find you can find you one. You can they find you. They will represent me because of this judge. Now I found a bad guy today. I found a bad lawyer today, and he said he'd represent me. But guess what? He said I've been in front of this judge, and it won't be. There's no running against her. They won't run against her. I don't know if they're scared of her or not. He said I'm not scared of her. I will take your case today. We can work, and we can work. But he said she is a tough cookie. She has no type of remorse for human life. She's disrespectful in everything. This who came out this man's mouth, and he said he will say that on. He said he will say that on paper. He will say that in open court. How he feel about her? I mean, why not? Well, 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 all that matter in court is what is the law, and you do have things that is working in your favor from what it sounds like, but you need to be using. The channels that and see when it comes to the law, there is ways to win, but you you can't be going in there with all that emotion and everything because none of that matters. It's hard. It's hard. I so you like need. I, oh, I know. Oh, I know. It's hard. That's why you need somebody else to represent you. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm gonna work on it. He already talked about the appeal process, which I'm gonna. We got to that today. I'm working with Tammy, mom. You know, she's a very respected woman uh, all around. She's she's God fearing woman. I'm working with some people. I got some people on my side that I never thought be on my side because, like I say, I'm from Indiana, but I've been in Michigan for a minute now, seven years, and I've been through hell and high water. But only thing I want y'all to know is that in this fighting this storm in my life, I'm not going to stop fighting for my kids. Never. I want people to be aware of everything that I'm going on mentally, What I'm go- what's going on with me mentally. Because like I said, I woke up today, I stood up and I barely could stand up. I almost blacked out and bust my head, you know, because I ain't ate. I ain't I don't sleep. So here's the thing I with that. So, so here's the thing with that. How you going to fight for your kids if you're not taking care of yourself? I mean, I just figured that was just a little, no. I don't know. I had no, no. I had no that's where your focus need to be. You need to get someone to represent you, and you need to focus on taking care of yourself and being prayed up and using positive energy and not focusing on that negative that's going on because when you focus on that negative, you call more negative to you. And one thing about this, what with this stuff being in, in court right now at this moment, don't nothing is set in stone right now. Nothing. So it's all about how you respond to the situations that you are being put in. It's not the situation; it's how you respond to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So you need to get somebody to uh, represent you because they are playing, they triggering you, and you, you know, you're not there yet. Yeah. You so you, you need somebody to represent you because, yeah, it's not fair, but the system has been set up for it to not be fair. So that's just going on deaf ears. You know what I mean? Like, you need to work with what you got. What you got is a lot of good stuff, but you need somebody that's qualified to present it. Okay. I'm on so, that. Uh, that's, that's definitely my next step. Like, I'm not going to yeah. stop Yeah. Don't, uh, don't shoot yourself in the foot with your emotions. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, they high. My emotions are high, but I mean. Yeah, but don't do that. Yeah, you need to take care of yourself so you can be 100% for when your kids come back. Mm-hmm. What you good would you be like that, if you wasn't 100% for them? Them judges is built to not have no emotion. You know what I'm saying? But your focus shouldn't be But your focus shouldn't be on that. You need to take your focus off of that. I'm, I'm taking my focus off of that, but when you hear stuff like that in court, it just it yep. just brought me down. It hurt. You know, it hurt. It, it hurt. hurt. It do. It, it do. But then but guess you what? Can. You gotta That's you gotta consider the source. Listen, you gotta consider the source. You just describe this woman. So she ain't really nobody no way. She sound like lower than a snail. So yeah, why, why should her judgment on you mean anything? She ain't nobody. She, you know what? Now that I look at it from your point of view, you write about that, but that's not how. Right. I'm so it. don't care about what she thinks. Care about your kids. Think about your kids. People like that, you give them the power. When you give, when you, when you even think about, it, you, you don't give her that power. What she thinks does not matter. It's what you think about you. Mm-hmm. And you done brought yourself out of way a whole bunch of shit for you to fall back on some. Whoever she is, she don't matter. She don't matter. Don't don't give that power away. You focus on what you're supposed to be focused on, and you get somebody to represent you. Delay, but not. Yeah, I'm gonna have somebody represent me for sure. I'm moving forward. I just want to. I just need to get some stuff off my chest because too many times I hold it in. And that's why it's easy for well, me. Well, go talk to somebody. You know what? I, my email is in my thing. You can inbox me. We can talk. Okay. <laughs> I'm an astrologer. I, I look at your chart, and we can really get in there, and we can really look at some stuff. But seriously, if you need somebody to talk, you can, you can inbox me. But don't give these people this energy because that's how they thrive. That's how they win. You got to step back. Mhm. You got a lot of stuff going for you. When they finish their court, guess what they do? She go in her little chamber. She take that little robe off. She get in her car, truck, whatever, and she go home to her family and don't give a fuck about what she just did. And and that's why you shouldn't give a fuck yeah. about her. No emotion. They train to have no emotion. Up all of a sudden. Hold on. Uh, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna open up some of these lines, man. I'm trying to figure out who all these people is calling. Mm-hmm. So guess what? Thank y'all for tuning in. You're now live with the Relax and Relay Show. Who are we speaking with? Hello? Hello? Oh, can you guys hear me? That's my sister. Yes, you can. <laughs> hey, I want to radio. Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> she 
really did want to call in because I know the whole situation. I really know the whole situation. I've been by my sister's side this whole time. Girl, quit laughing. I'm sitting here watching you laugh. <laughs> oh, so you on the oh, so you on the phone and you watching the live? Yes, I'm doing this all the way to Washington. I'm supporting my sister. I have from the start and I will from the end. And at the end of the day, we gonna fight this. this um, I'm still stuck on the fact that the judge is trying to get sign over your rights for you, and not you do it legally. She cannot do that. And they wouldn't be trying to petition anything if they're if you couldn't get your kids back. They're trying to make it seem like you can't get your kids back, but you're doing everything right, and they just don't want you to. So that's why they're trying to petition something. At the end of the day, legally, she cannot do that, and you will get your kids back. Thank you. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, we do thank you for. Supporting this sister and to an answer to relax and relax show. Uh, I'm I'm by her side 100%. And I will do whatever I got to do on my end, even if I'm 2,000 miles away, to make sure she get her kids back because it was supposed to be temporary guardianship. And at the end of the day, people gonna be evil and try to do stuff. And like I know the white lady that has her one of her kids. I used to live with her, and it's a front. And I'm not going to lie, it's a front. That's why one reason why I moved out of Indiana. People do things just to become popular. And mm-hmm. that's the sick part about it. It's, a, it's for her to have a black kid as a white woman made her popular. And she wants to keep that because the black kids that she did have left because she was a hypocrite. So the grandparent is white? Well, the my guardian, the guardian for my oldest son is white. Yeah, she's white. Okay. Yep, she's white. No, the grand. Okay. Oh, well, you could have had I got I'll tell you about her lady because you know her. Oh God. Even if I gotta figure out how to for you to sign guardianship over to to your siblings, if they can go to family members to get them out of the situation that they're in, I will take them and I won't fight you for your kids. I'm going to give you your kids. You come down to Washington and pick them up. But what they do need to do is get out of the place that they're in because neither kid is safe. They both have open CPS cases. And I was the one that opened one of the cases because I was contacted by the white lady's friend saying that he was putting the child at harm. Thanks, man. Oh, you yeah. got all you the got, evidence. We got all the evidence. I sent I sent every documentation to my sister to give to a lawyer. She needs to find a lawyer. She needs help right. finding the lawyer. So yeah, she needs a lawyer. Because there's witnesses. There's I have evidence. All in text messages and everything. I don't contact people. People contact me. And I've been living here in Washington since 2018. So when they contacted me, I'm 2,000 miles away. The only thing I can do is make a phone call. But they are yeah. afraid of this lady. They grew up in a small town. She's big. She's a big fish in that town. She's one of the ones that run that town. It's a small Amish town. It's not much out there. Yeah, she needs a lawyer. She needs a representation, somebody that... And she needs one quick because 
what they're doing is not right and it's not legal. So I got a question. Before the incident with the police officer, did you have a record? No. I've never been in trouble even after the police incident. Um, so how are they naming that you were unfit mother just because of the incident with the police officer? The, I, and I feel like it's a big target. Definitely a I target. feel like that's, that's what's – because in open court, that has nothing to do with me getting my kids back. That was that was that never had nothing to that Ooh. never it it should never come up in court. Mm. That's why when I pled for that case, I did not plead guilty. I pled no contest so that this information would be you know not brought up in court. But I guess they can do what they want to do. How old was you in 2015? 22. So it should have been a law in place. I don't know how it is because of the officer. You know I would to be a lawyer. But okay, I, yeah. I dropped out. I know you told I me. I dropped out. I, I, am, not a, I am not a lawyer. <laughs> but uh, in 2015, I know for sure that it was still a law. I don't know how it affects with when you hit a, a, a police officer. But um, to where you could get that off your record after you serve your time or do your probation, whatever, then it comes off. And as long as you don't do the same crime again, mm-hmm. it won't even pop up on your – they could have offered you that. They offered. Even... They did not offer me probation height at 22. I made the cut, and they did not offer me probation height, they did not offer me that. The judge made it very specific. And like I said, you can watch this case on YouTube, Google. You can watch it anywhere that's on media. I'm telling you, A&E played it on one of their shows. A and E played it on a show. So what I'm saying is, you can view this case. You can view every court case I had. Everything the judge made it very known that I was going to serve every day. She made it very known that I was not going to be offered probation hider. I think it's an anger thing. She's she's mad, and she let it be known that because of you, because you had a police officer. She let that be known. She said that in open court that my she think that my my apology was sincere. But then she also said that she thought that I'm just crying because she don't, don't think I should go to prison. It was never that case. Like I said, I've been very, 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 very straightforward with what I did. But does she know you got kids now? Yeah, she know I got kids. Well, the judge that sent to me back then, but the judge that just, I'm talking about Lisa Borsa, yeah, she know I have kids. So what did she say about that? Listen, she didn't say nothing about that. Actually, she goes on to say to the guardian, she said, how are the kids doing? She didn't even ask me how my kids was doing. I had to chime in. I said, my kids are doing great. They're both in school. Um, they're greedy. Um, I love them. They listen. They talk. They walk. She was like, that's good. All right. I was talking to the guardians, but I understand. In open court, like, bro, you're throwing me. You, you're not even, like, do you not see me sitting here? So my thing is, how can you pick? First of all, I gave you my kids to put in temporary custody. Now you're telling me I don't deserve to have my kids for whatever reason, but you know I got two more kids since then, and you ain't saying nothing about them. Nothing. That's all. You then you know what that is. They that's that's playing a game. You playing right. a game game with the kids. Okay, let me see who we got. We got man. These these lines is lighting up over here. Dennis over here like asking it. for the number like he don't know it. Ah, oh, I don't hey. Oh, hey. That's right. Let me see. Let me see who I'm going to open up the line to next. Let's see who we got, who we got, who we got. You're live with the Relax and Relay Show, Dennis. How you doing, sir? Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> oh, 
That's too annoying. <laughs> it is your boy ESPN from the hood, aka Lamar Barker. Yeah, come on, fellas. And I'm live with the relaxed relay show. Shout out to Tammy. Uh, not done yet. Rolo, Solo, Dolo, Fit Bree, and everybody on the show tonight was good. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is when sports talk DC pull up on the scene. Hey, y'all boy, hey, 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 y'all, y'all people been having a great show tonight. A uh, great, great show tonight, man. I'm just sitting back. You know what I'm saying? Feeling the vibe, me up there, listen to all of the content. I just had to, I just had to uh, chime in for a minute and say what's up. Shout out to Rollo and Tammy. Y'all been doing y'all thing. You know what I'm saying? Big ups to y'all and much success moving forward. Uh, shout out to my baby Bree. I ain't seen you in a minute. Good to see you. You're good looking self. <laughs> But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Y'all boys, uh, y'all, y'all stay up. You know I'm I was just giving y'all a shout-out. Thank you. Figure it out. Appreciate that, my hey, guy. Appreciate hey, that. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you. Thank hey, you. Hey, guess what? Hey, guess what, DT? What this sound like? Yeah. What? He wasn't even listening. <laughs> he wasn't listening. You ain't hear it? No, I didn't. Hey, tell me, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna I, I, hey, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be in your other hood in a couple months. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you, boo. I'm gonna call you, boo. You so irritating. What other hood? I don't know, cause you only from here. What? Other, are you talking about? Are you talking about Texas? Yes, I'm talking about that. I'm talking about that other hood. That. What motherhood? What? No, no Texas, 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 Duncanville, Mark. Duncanville. Uh, oh, Duncanville. Okay, then. Okay. <laughs> yes, oh, but. I'm going to throw at him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look at hey, but y'all be, hey, 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 but y'all be cool, though, man. I, um, I, I love the Relax Relay Show. Shout out to Tammy and Rolo. Bree, again, good to see you, baby. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. All right, you're not live with the Relax Relay Show. You got 30 seconds. You better talk it. What you got? Who we do? Is this big live PIW putting in work? I'm just saying with the girl Bree right there, right? Yes, I sir. can relate to what you're saying. I'm going through some things myself with the court stuff. Some of these judges, no matter what you do, they paint a picture of you. And it's like you can have a good representation. You can go in there act properly. You can have a lawyer just laid up. Sometimes you have to take that stuff beyond that judge. I personally have to actually write some late papers to Lansing. I'm trying to get rid of the judge on my case. Hmm. I wonder if that's an option for you. Well, I went to the judge and um, I went to the courts, the the clerk's office, and they told me. I said I would like to be, you know, ordered a new judge with the fact that she don't have any kids mm-hmm. and she has no emotion towards. She's her normal job is to split people up. She's a divorce judge. I need everybody mm-hmm. to tag Fox Two Channel Four on my page, please. And uh, I now. went to them mm-hmm. and they gave me back a paper in the mail that stated that can I do that that I did not have probable cause and that I was not basically high up in, you know, no type of government official, I guess they want to call it. And I 
You're not Illuminati enough for Yeah. Him. <laughs> there we go. That's so maybe the you, you get might can help you, though. Yeah. And then, you know, what you might want to also find out exactly what the guidelines. I asked Tammy on the live because it's kind of steep. You need to really find out the guidelines of when you signed over guardianship. What what did that leave you as far as rights as a parent? Yeah. Because how long was uh, it temporary? temporary? How long was that? A year. a year. It was only a year. When I came home, I extended it another year. Okay. But, but the way the guardians, guidelines do it say they get to make decisions for your kids? No, it does not say that. It says well, that never I able. still have my parental rights. I still have custodian visits and all this stuff in the guidelines. But as okay. a sitting judge, like she made it be known. She's allowed to now, make any decision in her courtroom that she wants, even if correct. this is what the guidelines say. They, she said as a sitting judge, right. she can do that. She can go over that. Hmm. She let me know that in 2008. You still have options to protest against those motions if you right. have, you know, you, that's why it pays to get a lawyer so they they know the laws that will actually back up what she's doing because see what she's doing is playing on the fact that you don't know the law okay mm-hmm. so you said protest should you're i get my people you're, you're just playing catch up it's no, people no, no. that know this stuff you know so you're not playing catch up every time it's like every time they do something you reacting to it that's why you need a lawyer so you will go in there and you will be prepared for this stuff and you're not reacting to it you're right. I'm, I'm getting me a lawyer. And oh, the first protest means you think I should get my people. We should make some signs standing in the courtroom. No, you see, there you go again. You, you're you not going to win that fight. Out. You're going to win that fight in the courtroom. She's trying to get you a better understanding when you say a protest. That's, that's what went straight to her head when you said protest. No, no, we won't go. We gotta we gotta teach some wusa over there because you gotta channel that energy in a different way before yeah, you shoot right yourself that. in the foot. Yeah, and then you get more peace with like honey. Like, I don't like like that, you know. I don't you get like more peace with you know. honey. I'm yeah, gonna tell you, I mean, and, and 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 it's the law that you need. It's like a different language. If you don't know it, you don't know it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a, you right about that for real. And as much as so I've been you reading just, up you on know, the, law, the stuff that crazy. the stuff that people think is just common sense stuff, it don't be like that for the law. No, for the day. Uh, yeah, we're gonna uh, bring I'm you like, back. Look, we're I'm gonna like, bring you back. <laughs> we're gonna bring you back because this is only half time. Look, right? like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't even the whole kid caboodle here. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just some of the things that we have discussed that you have going but on. You so, should leave, but she, and then there's more going on. Just in case the and then. So, um, you know, I'm gonna know. put her information on my live because I I tagged Fox Two and Fox, uh, or excuse me, Channel Four, and I asked people to do it as well. Tag them. The more tags we get in the live, the more attention right. it'll get to them. So the people been tagging uh, the the news and stuff. So I'm gonna put her information in there so they can contact her directly. Contact me because I'm gonna help her and do whatever she got to do to get her kids back. I've lost like to death kids. And it broke me, seriously. So I can only imagine. I can't even imagine somebody telling me I got a 13-year-old and a soon-to-be 10-year-old. And somebody telling me I can't see my kids every day. Or somebody telling me I'm terminating or I'm keep. 
What? Hey, I, I have been there. What? I have been there. And that fear the was real for me. I, yeah, I, I, I know, it, it, I know it, it, how it, she feels. It didn't it happen never. like that. But I know yeah. how she feels because I had that same situation sort of where I had almost lost my child to the system. And so I understand it's a big fear, but one thing you cannot do is you cannot keep reacting to stuff. You got to get ahead of it. You need yep, some I'm gonna help. Get ahead of it. I'm going to get ahead of it, and I'm going to get that that I need for real, seriously. Like, I've been got I didn't got help outside of you know, you know just knowing that who I am with a boom, with a booming attitude. I I got help. I been dead over yeah, but I'm just talking about legal help and everything. No, it sounds like you got a good support system, but the sometimes we have to have the actual trained people to do shit, and this is one of those times. Yeah, you talking about a government? Yeah, a government official. That's what they call it in court now. Government official. Yeah. Yeah. You need somebody that know that that know that law, and 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 will be able to use that to protect you because that's what it's there for. Yep. Yep. And guess what? We need all y'all to tag, 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 share, share, share video so that um we can get what we need to be with this situation. And guess what? We gonna get this story heard on the news, and somebody gonna. Offer to do this for free, a lawyer. We're going to start digging into Waterford and them detectives, since they don't know where this missing person is for a year, Mr. Craig Lyles. We're going to talk to them, too. You know what I'm saying? We, Hey, it's, it's time for some things to happen. It's some yeah. time for things to change. Yeah, it is. Real. You know, and... um. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna speak with Miss Martin. We're gonna see when she's available to come back, so we can do the second half of this story. You know, because we got a long way to go. Because I'm pretty sure some other things are probably going to transpire during the time before we get you back on the show. So you know, um, can I say we, one thing too? Yes, we ma'am. We say a lot of little things. Just for the record, there are some nice white officers. Yeah. Just for the record. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't ran into a lot of them in Waterford. Like seriously, it's. It, it are it is some nice white officers. I just didn't want it to make it look like we was talking about you know the race thing and with officers this and this and that. No, just we, for the we're record, about the people in but blue. Yes, but some of our sure, conversations though. we were talking about but the racism. It played it, it played a lot played, of part. It targeted this, it targeted that. But there are a lot of nice officers. Yeah, I will it's, say it's, that. It's not nice all are bad. It's some out here, but it ain't mm. not all of them. But most of them, yes. They bad. And nice white people, that's right. And it's most people, but when it boils down to it, yeah. it's about that trust thing. We <laughs> got to see <laughs> which ones we can trust. Now, that officer walking up to the car, because like, uh, most of them going to walk up to your car automatically with that hand on that gun, like, yeah, let me, sir, you don't have to do that. Yeah. I'm, my hand is at 10 and 2, still. And you can get my wallet yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole party. Yeah. Always, always. Corny. 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 Okay, so, Miss Kenya B, tell me people where they can find you and where you be. I am at the Healing Matrix with Kenya on Instagram, and you can catch me on Facebook, too, with Kenya Batson. Um, Every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 7.30 on Facebook. Um, you can check me out, and um, like I said, you can inbox me um, 
to do individual astrology reports. We can take a look at what you got coming at you for the next three months, transit reports, and we can definitely take a look at troubled talent areas. Just like what this young lady was talking about, I'm sure that I could see some solutions there for her. <laughs> cool. I really do. When is your birthday? Can I ask you? I'm um, April 12, 1993. I'm an Aries. I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. I'm doing it. You got to go. I knew that. Aries, you can. Yes. Right there. I am so not surprised. Right, right, right. You know, so, yeah, y'all can find Miss Kenny B on Instagram. Y'all make sure y'all check out on Sundays. And then, you know, while y'all go out and hang out on the weekends and stuff, you need somebody to clean your house, talk to Miss Smart while you're out in the you know. And then, you know, if you need that fit for the weekend, come holler to me. Okay. Right on Yeah, that was a corny joke. Right? Yeah. It was corny, but you was right on Right on point with it. So, wasn't that right, 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 right. So, and uh, for everybody that's out there listening and, and watching, um, I am trying to incorporate some um, – health and wellness into the show. So if you got some of that good information, you know, let me know. Uh might get you put you in the magazine, put you on somebody's TV or something. You know what I'm saying? As long as your content good, and, hey, we, we, we can make it happen. Well, I we am really a can. personal trainer also. I'm certified, period. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Certified. Okay, we'll, we'll, so, we'll get into that. You if know? you need me to model for you, I'm willing to. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can well, that's not what I'm saying. You might do like, something like a, like, um, like a, Pilates or a yoga class or something. Okay, so you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I mean, that ain't that's the same thing that people watch on the DVD. Yep. Why not put it on TV? DVD. How old are you? I mean, that's what they used to watch. I mean, that's smart what TV that's what me. smart TV. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. Watch on TV then. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Yeah, that's what they're doing.
she is so beautiful. Y'all heard her talking to me today. I felt everything she said. She's a very talented woman, very talented, very smart, intelligent, and very humble. Very, very humble. If y'all know why, if y'all want to know why I am the way I am, because they say preacher's kids is the worst one. Somebody tell me that. that. It was me. It was me. I told you. But um, yeah, man, we've had a great show today, and um, it ain't even really the end of the show. It's just gonna be a two week continue because we um more things to talk about uh with this situation, and we got uh, we got to get to the bottom of a couple things here, you know. So are you get, getting a new co-host, or what's going on? Uh-huh. I know that was shout, the perfect time. Shout out to my co-host, <laughs> DJ Ant. Mr. Don't forget He's the picture, DJ. He always out there working while he working. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Hey, we got the working while you working brand coming out also. Oh, uh, 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 y'all laughing. Oh, for real. It's coming out. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's see. Yeah, this is Rolo Solo, man. We can get ready to sign out, man. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's the Relax and Relay Show. We will catch y'all on Wednesday. I might just start back doing my shows on Saturday if y'all really want to listen to it. Me talk. I ain't gonna say nothing. You know what? Saturdays, I just make sure I just play strictly music. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna uh, start reaching out, though. huh? Yeah, play some cracks. Play some cracks. Yeah, I'm playing some shit that we yeah. relate to. Yeah, I am. Earlier, I, I, I only played. I only played three songs. Yeah. Right. I ain't no none of them. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> oh, oh. Let's step your game up. So, yeah, man, we'll catch y'all next week on Hump Day. I hope y'all. Have a good, safe weekend, and uh, we will talk to y'all later. This is Superstar K. And you tuned in to the R&R Show Live, home of the hottest indie artist playlist. Let's get it. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, the artist, Kali. You're now listening to Rolo Solo on Relax and Relate. This is Relax and Relate. I can relate to that. Home of the Hot Indie Artist Playlist on IFM Radio with Canada's Canada's illest. DJ R-Double. Relax and Relate every Wednesday and Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. Don't miss it! was a bad bitch, in 2020 give a fuck about the past shit, I'm getting skis, give a fuck about a rap bitch, Hey, I just need a bitch to dash with, Hey, I just need a bitch to laugh with, let's chop it up and let's forget about our past shit, I come up strong but I still got the passion, bought a cologne, got her coming out her pants quick, niggas be sick when they see you making bands quick, niggas a snitch just to get up out that jam quick, <laughs> see my brother Trey, he doing the Trey, 34, fuck the other side if you feel away. Finally cut the grass, now I see the snake Shit was crazy, I was in the field every day Now a nigga famous, gotta move a different way My niggas like I got you, but that ain't gonna feel the same That's why I gotta be persistent with this fucking aim That's why I gotta keep my distance from you fucking lame Free my brother Trey, he doing the trade And fuck the other side if you feel away I 
finally cut the grass, now I see the snakes Shit was crazy, I was in the field every day Now a nigga famous, gotta move a different way My niggas like I got you, but that ain't gonna feel the same One bad bitch, and she do what I fucking say She drink white, but tonight hella do stay And I only want the top like a toupee She say she gotta eat the dick like a souffle I say say less, she say touche Spend a night bag, turn the suitcase But her suitcase, can't make my new place Cause every new place, it's a new face I thought you knew, babe, but that's how it goes Catch me on the flight or I'm on the road Did it by myself, standing ten toes I've been through a lot, but I never fold Catch me on the yacht, yeah, hella blow Turn with my sis, yeah, money mo Stacking all this paper, ain't no paper shortage And you lame, stop trying to copy cause you can't afford it, dumbass Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.